Hello and welcome to the Roleplaying Exchange. Uh, my name is Patrick and today we are going to be playing uh, a game called The Spire. Uh, subtitled The City Must Fall. Uh, not quite trigger warning, but uh, The Spire uh, involves a system in a city that is explicitly along racial lines, explicitly unjust, and fighting against it. So if that kind of thing seems too heavy, we're not going to try and be like gross about it, but it, it might not be for you. We understand and free to listen to something else if you like. Uh, if you're the sort of person who is for some reason against fighting against like social injustice, you have picked the wrong podcast, sir. And yeah, we invite you die. to leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marketing class is really working. So let's, uh, yeah, please don't listen to our podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, so let's. Uh, so I've already introduced myself. My name is Patrick. I will be GMing this uh, session, and let's go around uh, alphabetically introducing the players. Hello, I'm Adam, and I will be playing Opal. He is of the Bound class with a dualist background, so I'm kind of basing this character off of a drunken Jack Sparrowish kind of uh, vigilante. Okay, you're Drizzt Orin. Gotcha. <laughs> and Ice T will be narrating for me. Okay. <laughs> we don't know how alphabets work. <laughs> I'm up next. Uh, I'm Chris. I'll be playing the uh, Firebrand Fandir. Um, I led a doomed uprising, and uh, we we all know where this goes from here. Yeah, y'all know me as a person at this point. No, we're good. Weird. And for reference, as a firebrand, that means his abilities are, are basically built around getting other people to fight his battles for him. But, you know, my skill set is best described as Riot Wizard. Cool. Uh, Ethan? I'm Ethan. I'm going to be playing Zara, a midwife. Uh, for uh, Durance, instead of endurance, she hid in plain sight. Uh, I think maybe in the. Uh, like the upper Elphir uh, neighborhoods, she uh, like blended in and tended to the to the children of the not quite slaves. I don't. Do they have a term for? Uh, they're like indentured. They're they, like yeah, they're doing for the their indentured. Dirt. That would be a, that yeah, would be yeah. a good a good word for for the indentured uh, drow, like the uh, uh, the upper neighborhoods. Should we should we tell people what our bonds are with each other's players? Character. We can get to that in the a little bit later on. So just uh, okay. finally, Vince. Hi, uh, I am Vince, and I am playing Sai. Uh, Sai uh, is something called the Masked, which basically is a social chameleon. A social chameleon that like understands broadly how elf society and their fucking mask culture works. You are who you present yourself as, and that's all that matters. Okay, so uh, in the, the movie of this, you know, we start with a low shot over a, a rolling desert, and on the horizon is, you know, what looks like a, a tower, and we, we zoom in faster and faster, and the horizon gets closer and closer, and you think, you know, eventually we're going to hit the tower, and it's still further away, it's still further away, and the tower is getting taller and taller, and eventually it's, it's blotting out the sun. And then we sort of zoom up and we see that this is, this is the spire, this impossible mile-high city-sized uh, edifice of nameless stone and shanty towns built on, along the side of it. 
it is it is burning in, in light. It is daubed with many languages. We reach up and up, and we reach the top of new heaven, the bare, uh, open, brutalist concrete uh, exposed to the sun as a funeral is underway. So one of the ways that the high elves who occupy the drow city of Spire uh, get to uh, cry themselves to sleep, uh, assured that they are not tyrants, is that technically there's no death penalty. They will never execute you. They will just have you legally declared dead and then have your body disposed of, which is completely different, obviously. A trio of uh, quite burly uh, Elphia in black robes and dower funerary masks are dragging a a masked drow to one of the, the outcroppings of the spire where manacles are abound. The, the drow is dark-skinned and has been sort of stripped to the waist. Uh, he, is, he is already rashing in the sun. Drow are subterranean. They are not quite vampires and catching in fire, uh, but sunlight burns them very quickly. So, uh, Patrick, would you say that this cut drow scene. is burly and shut strong up. in the arm? Uh, Cutscene, cut shut up. Shut your face. <laughs> Unskippable cutscene. You're hammering the start button and nothing's happening. <laughs> uh, as as this uh, drow is, is uh, shackled, a mega corvid flies down and begins uh, his sky funeral. And we cut away uh, before anything too uh, gruesome happens. And we saw back down the sheer verticality of the spire to a, an ocean of blue tents and canopies and bazaars that spread out like a, a pool of water at the foot of this impossible megalith. Uh, this is the blue market. It is a few days later. Uh, we are in the low wall house. What I think it's called the, the top wall house, sorry. Uh, a tea house or a cafe house uh, within the, the outer wall of Spire itself. It is heavily scented. Uh, it is... Shaded because the the drow like to keep it a little gloomy. Uh, everyone is wearing, you know, uh, goggles and, and heavy light robes. Think think um, Saudi Arabia. You know, everyone's wearing it's it's hot, but everyone's wearing you know many layers, mostly to keep the sun off them rather than to necessarily stay warm. Uh, people are uh, drinking uh, hot knoll coffee. It's very strong. Moving uh, waitstaff move between. Billy tables. There are there are humans. There are masked elfier. There are drow, and in one of the back booths, uh, gather a conspiratorial band of drow brought together with a signal of a, a very specific you know tea order. That is the signal of oh, I belong at that table over there. Uh, these are agents of the ministry, a covert drow resistance movement. There is a chair pointedly empty. Uh, you all. Uh, no, I don't need one. Sorry. Uh, there is a chair pointedly empty as you all sit and drink your strong, pungent tea. So what does everyone look like? We didn't get a uh, very visual description. All right. Sai uh, is dressed in sort of conservative, um, but like nice, dark, formal uh, robe type things. There's sort of an asymmetrical urban ninja look to them. Uh, they come down into the shoes so that there's like no nothing that drags, and they have a mascot that looks like if you were to have sewn metal plates to like the face of a snarling dog or hyena, um, with like 
enough space underneath for the mouth to actually do stuff. There's hints of uh, of tattooing on the face. Uh, Fandir is deeply, deeply scarred. Like, got gotten at least one or two bottles to the face in the past. Definitely more of the working class side of things. In fact, they look deeply out of place in this situation. But they're here. Right. Opo's wearing his leathers, his leather armor. Uh, got his hair kind of it's kind of dreadlocked up, but it's also kind of tied back into a rather, you know, kind of bun knot thing on the back of his head. Um, face, not so much scarred, but what of his arms and stuff are exposed. You can tell he's been around a blade a few times. Um, as he sips his, as he sips his tea, he kind of nonchalantly pulls out his flask and puts a little nip in there. Uh, Fandir immediately just puts their, their cup right next to yours and the cup is the flask is unfortunately empty i'm sorry sorry mate fandir will remember this <laughs> oh, God. zara wears uh silk robes it's like ceremonial silk robes mostly like red with like black kind of weaving through almost web-like um uh she's like maybe maybe older like like early middle age for a drow which would be what I don't know, they lived up, what, 100? Yeah, so that would be what? Like 60, maybe? Yeah, the, the elf species lived to like a couple hundred. So, let's say she looks like she's like, you know, like very early middle age for a drow. Um, has like some some like face paint above her above her eyes of more sets of eyes. Uh, maybe like a, a veil over her face. Um, she she uh, frequents some of the uh, some of the Elfir districts, they might be, be scared of drow teeth. And this isn't the, the first time you've been all together, but it is the first time since the funeral uh, flash execution. Your cell had another member, a masked uh, drow-like sign, uh, who went by the, the Elfir name pattern of a third brother knife. He was uh, one of, like, you a, a spy, a uh, an assassin when needed be, but uh, over the course of your last mission, yeah, you don't know the details especially, but Brother Knife's identity was revealed to the authorities, and the ministry is illegal, and so he was given a funeral. No one's come kicking down your doors, so you hope he, uh, whatever they put him through, he didn't break, but uh, there has been a sour mood over proceedings ever since. Uh, you you look away as as you know a, a serving serving knoll passes by, going into it, and then when you look back, the empty chair is full. Uh, you would recognize the the drow in front of you, uh, female uh, midwife like like uh, Yuzawa. She is a a magister, someone like a a handler in your resistance movement. Uh, her name is GM. Frantically looks in his notes. It's an Elfia name. Uh, no. <laughs> oh shit! We've been made. <laughs> oh shit! I grabbed her the name. Is, Scatter. Her name is Falara, so Magister Falara. Uh, she has uh, silver hair, quite dark skin, even for a drow, uh, bordering on on sheer black. Uh, she has a slight uh, mesh-like veil to hide the extra spider-like eyes that a, a midwife. She's a bit further along the progression than you are. So she has more eyes. There are a couple of pedipalps next to her lips that move as she 
sips a, a cup of tea. Well, now, this is not ideal. Thanks. Did he talk? From what we have from our sources in the city guard, no, we don't believe he ever broke before someone decided it was time for the execution. To the best of our knowledge, your cell is down a man but secure. The worrying thing that we also learned is that we always hate to see this with the other people we fight for the freedom of, but uh, we believe it was a drow civilian who Sorry, revealed the brother's identity. That's <laughs> passing minstrel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, this this was not the work of a detective. This was not uh, any error on, on your end. Uh, someone recognized Third Brother Knife uh, in the course of doing something we shouldn't have uh, and passed his identity on to the authorities. Uh, there is a network of informants. She, she motions out the window to the, the sea of blue tents and the, the busy marketplace underneath. Uh, there is a mar- there is a network of informants operating within the blue bazaar, we believe. Uh, we Until we know the extent of it, until we blind it or turn it to our purposes, uh, the ministry is, is reticent to make any moves in the area. How can you be sure none of the rest of us have been turned in? We wouldn't be here if we were turned in. We turned up to the meeting. Yeah, don't be dumb. If I had eight eyes, they'd all be side-eye right now. <laughs> I sip my tea. <laughs> so we only work with what we have. So what's next, then? Ferret out the informants? That would make the most sense to me, I'd believe. I mean, since if we're already made, then <laughs> what the fuck does it matter? You aren't made, just to just to restate it. Uh, yeah. the, the cell in itself is secure, uh, as far as I can tell, Third Brother Knife didn't break under interrogation, uh, but he, as an individual, was identified in the course of, you know, whatever your last mission was. We, we can maybe determine that in play, if you like. I haven't written anything down, but... Uh, so you know, the, the last time you were stealing then, something, the last time you were killing somebody, he was ID'd. What we need to do then is make it clear, or at least disinform our last mission. Mm-hmm. Make it look like whatever he was tagged in had nothing to do with us. Yeah. Do we have anyone we hate? <laughs> Show of hands, who hates somebody? Besides the elf here. I mean, I got my hand up, but not super, <laughs> not super useful hatreds here. We have a specific target we want to take out. We don't know yet. Well, it's the problem fact. the problem is like, and I hate to be the one to say this, but that anyone would turn us in. I thought perhaps this is even the wrong line of thought to go about. Like times are desperate, and you know what it takes to put food on the table down here. Maybe yeah. we should just let this go. Like the damage has already been done. If we no, no, we are not doing that. Someone has attacked our tribe. We are going to take them out. That's we just have problem. to do it in such a way that it won't get back to us. If you uh, want to few, take this uh, shit in your turning face, it, you have a raised voice. I take a deep breath. If you want to take this sitting down, then I suggest you walk away right now. Uh, love, there's a reason that we're in cells. We're compartmentalized. It's it's yeah. an unfortunate. 
But I think what he's trying to say is discretion is key. Yes. As he if I might unusual make a suggestion, uh, please, by all means, puts her handicap down. The information network is is only as dangerous as the person it will report to. One would not be a million miles off in making the inference that it would be some manner of local authority, perhaps a guard captain uh, or an Elphir luminary in the region. If we can identify them, and from there, things will flow downwards. Or if we can subvert them to our cause, then all the eyes in the district will mean nothing because we can bottleneck the information. Right, so the point is to find the source of the leak. No, the source no. of like the the source of why he was made. Not and necessarily then the source of the leak, but the point where the leak would go through. We want to damn that. I, isn't that the source? God, what the fuck? Okay, whatever. Out of character. Um, I don't see the difference there. Like the source of the leak would be like the thing yeah. that caused the problem, while the the leak itself would be the official. I'm, yeah. I'm sure hot, hot semantic debates is exactly what Grant Howard had in mind. When <laughs> which is, which is, which is exactly why Sai just kind of like sputters for a bit. It's just like I don't care enough about this. Sorry, <laughs> uh, kind of like pours like a little bit of tea down onto the the I don't know cobblestones maybe like in a, a crack in the stone as it like flows to the the narrowest point. She uh, kind of takes takes like some dirt and like stops it she says and as like made the tea like dams up a little bit she says that is where the information goes that is where uh, we need to stop magister falara stands and fishes a couple of sten which are these nail shaped coins out and tosses them uh onto the 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 table for the tea uh we don't need to be seen talking to each other any longer than we already have Contact me the usual way when uh, it is done, and only then. And then the same sort of effect of like someone walks past carrying a tray, and she's just gone. The way to contact her is with the um, Six Flags guy. Da, 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 no, oh, that's how you've been doing it. I've been talking to the local spider. <laughs> well, she's as enigmatic as always. So yeah, we can. Uh, we'll just turn a trick, make this our little dam, or whatever. Uh, you know, illusionary kind of shit we were just talking about, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all for this. This is a great plan. I takes a drink of his liquored up tea. I'm all for it, man. Let's go. Okay. Don't trust um, him. Well, you, uh, fine. Sure. The question is, where do we start? So Maybe I will give you steps would be helpful. some uh, district information that you would you would know just from operating in this part of the spire. So you are in a blue market, which is near the base of the spire. Uh, and uncomfortably for drow is also outside very often, so that's what you have all these uh, these uh, blue canopies for. Uh, the Azurite Church is very powerful here because they're sort of the Church of Capitalism, okay. and this is a a, a huge marketplace. Uh, this is where people coming in from outside spy will meet. Uh, you know, sort of like the first point of contact. So uh, a lot of exotic and foreign traders happen here. A lot of money changing happens here. There are a lot of mercenaries. Uh, let's see. You would know that there is a customs house, uh, which all goods must pass through. There is an uh, Elphir quarter, just referred to sort of as, as uptown, which is where uh, either you know, Elphir coming down from the homelands would have this as their first point of call, or you'd have uh, Elphir heading out 
would be going through here. There is, of course, a bazaar. There is a uh, low wall, which is where you are, which is this, this quite extensive uh, coffee house, boarding house, tavern. And there would, of course, be a, a guard district overseeing uh, the whole thing. Uh, a guard precinct, sorry, overseeing the whole thing, which is Steel Bastion. I will write some of this down. All right. Okay. Hmm. So perhaps we should uh, retrace our steps with the uh, our last mission, as it so what were. What was our What was our last mission? Uh, th- I say. Uh, tell we... me, what was your last mission? Mm. It was an infiltration job. Went poorly. Yes, but where the customs house? Were we trying we to try- sort? Go ahead. Weren't we trying to mess up the uh, customs house by means of we were getting stuff smuggled into the city? Therefore, we were trying to falsify documents or bribe a man on the inside. Mm. Which, yeah. How did this kill one of our cell members, though? I thought the job went splendidly. I don't know where it went wrong. So you would know that if someone was able to finger him specifically, considering he was a mask. It would have been someone who would have known him personally, most likely. Mm. So someone in the custom house tagged him. Or someone, like maybe his family tagged him. Mm. Either way, we have to make an example. <laughs> okay, well then we should, uh, we, we should see how much we know about uh, Third Brother Knife's close friends and associates who are not us. Maybe okay. we should, ch- or we could check out the vendors or the ch- merchants that were traveling in, like the ones who were doing our dirty work. Like maybe they got squeezed after they made it in. Uh, I mean, sure. I-, I think that to maximize our chances of figuring out where this leak sprang from, we should have someone look into his personal affairs and somebody else look into the customs house or somebody else look into the customs house. Uh, remind me, everyone's. Characters' names? Sai. Opal. Zara. Zara. Type it in the chat. That'd be real easy. Zara's a good name. It is a ladies' clothing real tealer over here. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Which kind of fits, honestly. Yeah, she's very fabulous. Okay, so... Alright, Sai. So, I think... Our best bet here is that you need to look at this from your specific outlook. Mm-hmm. Talk to people when you can. Yes, I will. Zara, you are a little outside of the uh, caste system, if you will. You so, should look into his friends and acquaintances. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking about. I do like to hide in plain sight. How Opal, do you manage it? You're so fucking fabulous, Zara. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Opal, remind me what your skill set is. All right, my I'm a man of discretion. You are now officially the new person to the group. You're the rookie. (laughs) You can eat a handful of ass, sir. I've been doing this, but uh, Opal's a fighter. Yeah. So yeah, you may be a fighter, but you're new to the revolution. uh, Even whiskey. Hey, uh, Chris, I am. Uh, I do infiltration kind of stuff too. I okay. got climbing kind of thing. All right, but more of a B and E sort of deal than like a social infiltration sort of deal. All right, yeah. Opal. So we need you to look into uh, our uh, our member died in the auction house. You said in the customs house. Customs house. Excuse me. All right, Opal. I need you to break into the customs house after 
after dark. See what you can figure out there. Okay. It's risky, and I, I apologize for putting you in that position, but that's where you'll work best. Uh, I don't believe it'll be too much of a problem. Okay, good. I'll uh, look into my resources down below. Uh, Opal, you and I should meet up before you break in, because I'll be I'll be there semi-legitimately. I might have something for you to burgle. Oh, that would be that would be darling. I, I I look forward to burgling the the establishment, if you will. Um, or we could call it off if there's really no reason to break in there. Um, oh, there's always reason to break in there. There's a sigh, like waving frantically to Paul, uh, trying to, like <laughs> he's like fixing to bust in a door, and he's like, no, 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 call it off. I do, I do. Uh, I'll unlock it from this side. <laughs> But uh, a, pr- a pre-revolutionary friend. Uh, I think that uh, also I could be of some service with the uh, talking to the acquaintances. See, now he kind of points to a bottle, another flask, I guess you will, on his hip. Like this thing kind of loosens some tongues, so to speak. So you know, I could break in. I could do that. That would be great. But I can also uh, loosen this tongue and find out. Uh, if anybody uh, had any kind of uh, dealings that are sinful of a way. All right. You think you can do that before breaking in? Uh, yeah, we can manage time. That would be that would be wonderful. I, I, I'm, I'm, if anything, industrious. Well, I'm not here to manage your, your time for you. So if you can do it, do it. Yeah, we don't have any project managers on staff, so that would be very difficult. <laughs> uh, you've got your job. If you can do more, I'd appreciate it. Uh, sure. Right, I'll... So- uh, uh, Adam, uh, sorry, Opal. Where, where would, where, and when would you like to meet? I'll meet you later. I'll meet you. Uh, we'll, we'll meet up at dusk near the bar next to the trading house and all the other stuff. We'll just kind of, you know, we'll, uh, we'll touch base. Let's move, up, let's move this. A, let's move a few blocks away. I don't want to discuss breaking into <laughs> the customs house at the bar across the street from the customs oh, house. Pretty thin walls in the customs house. <laughs> like, like, like the people of the customs house definitely work. Like, definitely came to the bar later. Like, I want to be like, so, uh, just got off work at the customs house. So How are you guys doing? Well, clearly, what needs to be done is that you both need to case the joint at the same time. You know, and then show up at different bars several hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and well, not talk to each other, and that's that's just how it goes. We don't actually ever infiltrate the so joint. So I were uh, without you. I mean, I was going to suggest the lobby of the customs house, but you, you know, your idea is much better. So yes, no, no, uh, meet 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 me um, at the entrance to the Blue Market on uh, Fleet Street, and we can pick a secluded spot from there. Does that sound good with you? That's, Charming. I, I I will go with that. Great. So Zara, uh, it seems like we'll be traveling together for a moment. Uh, let's go meet some people. This would be wonderful. It'll be grand. I can't wait. This will be fun. Uh, Sai stands up. Uh, this is a. There are rooms in this establishment. What what kind of place is this? It's like a. It's a. It's described in the book as a lodging house, but also like a watering hole, cafe uh, kind of thing. I sort of make my way to the bathroom area, um, and I switch masks. And I'm wearing the world's most anonymous citizen's mask. And I leave. Ah, 
Okay, yep. so who wants to go first? What are we What are we doing first? If we want to go ahead, I mean, I can I can accompany uh, Zara over and talk to some contacts, if we will. And if uh, then you know, I'll try to make my time short, cut a scene short. However, I don't want to like you tell me what's logical as far as time goes, and then uh, I'll join up with uh, you know Sath. So you want to do that first, Ethan? Or yeah, that's fine. Does he? Do we know of any like next of kin that he might have had? Or uh, yeah, he would have known he uh, had some small lodgings nearby. He mostly worked around the market. Uh, he had a, a small house, well, like like townhouse kind of thing, rented a one of those very narrow houses that have like you know four or five floors, but it's a it's one room on each floor kind of uh, setups. He might it's have been a tiny a house, of times. skinny house. Yes, almost like a spite house, except it's a city of spite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that'd be a good place to go to find yeah. out of character because I'm no longer at the scene. <laughs> that'd be a good place to go. Yeah, let's, let's start there. You could also look into his history, figure yeah. out why he joined us. That would help. Uh, yeah. Two birds getting one stone, right? Okay, so, <laughs> uh, this is going to get old, so I'm just going to say, like, fucking everything here is blue. If I don't specify a color, assume it's blue. Uh, you're walking down a blue house, Eiffel 65 is playing, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay. Blue is a sacred color around here, so most people are wearing at least a scrap somewhere on their clothing in teal or aquamarine. Uh, you are going to one of the less well-off parts of the, the district. So this is where you get sort of long rows of narrow houses sort of all stacked together in, in this terrace under a, a quite large and, and not greatly maintained awning uh, to keep the sunlight off. It's still, you know, kind of patched through the local kids will sometimes punch a hole through it with like a, a slingshot to uh, to bully a kid or, you know, a, a disrespectful and drunken knoll or, or even an Alfia might you know, uh, leave little rips. So these, there are these little stripes of color shining through. It's, it's all in God rays. Uh, you would see that... Uh, Fairly obviously, the the house you would know, you'd recognize because he's your friend, uh, is still decked out in uh, in mourning, which uh, let's say in drow custom involves a lot of spiderwebs because drow are spooky. Uh, so you know, silk doilies everywhere, but they're very spiderwebby. Uh, like you do. Like you do. So is this going to be a like break in? Is this going to be a coming in as friends? Is this what? I was thinking more along the lines of yeah, friends. Like I knock on the door and. Hey, it's me, your spider mom. How <laughs> <laughs> are those spider kids? You got me any spider grandkids yet? Come on. <laughs> Show me your palps. Show me your widow palps. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be like sort of a, a, a welfare check, so to speak. You're a yeah, your spider like, social worker. Yeah, nice. like, I love this. And like from, from the perspective of like, like I figure like the midwives are like very community oriented. Thank you very much, Al. Yes. Right. So it wouldn't be out of place for her to show up and be like, you know, ah, I feel, I feel for you. Like, okay. So this would probably be uh, using compel or uh, a pretty relevant skill, and either low society or commerce, given the district. Yeah, I do have low society. Okay, so you're rolling one d10 just for the hell of it, and then one for having compel. Do you have compel? Um, I do not have compel actually. That's okay. Uh, and then 1d10 for having low society. So you're on 2d10. Tell me the highest. Oh, 
That rolled off the table. That doesn't count. Uh, six. Okay, so on a six, you succeed at cost, which means your character is going to take stress. So just a second while I roll a d3. Ooh, dear. So mark three stress to, I'm going to say reputation. That's fine. Uh, so what a great time to learn how this works. Um, yes. So I have one already in reputation as like my plus one. So that um, means you have armor, two. basically. So yes, you, you, you only have two. Uh, uh, nothing happens. You just, you just mark some stress. Uh, so just that's just to sort of inform how the scene is going to play out. So, you know, a, a still teary-eyed uh, Drow Widow uh, opens the door. Wait, did she you has, say, sorry, did you say reputation? Yes, the reputation track. Okay. Uh, because as she opens the door and you, you know, give your spiel, she is still very much sobbing. You are very much aware of, like, everyone around you is uh, looking at you. You are in this middle of a scene, which is uncomfortable for people in the, the covert uh, area. This is Jarella, Jarella Dinar. You would know her as the, I guess the term would be like common law spouse. Uh, they haven't formally blessed their union. What, 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 when she stops crying out, what, what do you want? I just came to check on you. Why don't we come in and sit down? Come to, come to spit at me too. You know, she looks over it. Points over to the window, and you know there's a there's a hole about the size of a rock in it. No one's quite spray painted something on the door yet, but uh, you get the feeling it might not be far off. Mm. Yeah, you, you, she she takes you into again a very very narrow uh, sitting room. It's more like a sort of a perch on a shelf kind of thing. Uh, she she busies herself making tea. You hear a couple of small uh, feet thumping upstairs. Comes in with a tea uh, with, with a cup of something that smells fungal the pitter pap of pel palps upstairs <clears throat> and there must be eight people in there none of uh, them are no offense none of them are, are, are showing um they don't have the she motions to your spidery parts <laughs> uh um, you know just just boys and girls not uh, not midwives i see so i have an ability called protector's eye and so once mm-hmm. per situation, I can ask the GM what a particular NPC wishes to protect above all else. Mm-hmm. So would situation essentially just be a good stand-in for the word scene, maybe? Uh, yes. Are you invoking that ability? I think I would like to invoke that ability. Okay. So as your, you know, spidery third eye or something opens, one, one of your third eyes, you've got, you've got a couple. <laughs> uh you sort of play back, and you do see, you know, a rock flowing through a window. You see her shielding a couple of small drowlings uh, against herself as people uh, shout obscenities at them in the street. Uh, you see her sort of fending off someone uh, as she's trying to go about her business. She she is very much concerned about the well-being of her children, uh, who have just been publicly you know, outed as the children of essentially a terrorist. Ah. Uh. That makes sense. Opal pours a little. Opal takes his flask back out and pours a little bit into his tea. So, do you have any idea who would have uh, done such a horrible thing? That seems kind of wrong to kick someone while they're down. You mean the the window? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Some some street tough, or, or uh, maybe it was even one of the guards. It, it, it all kind of kind of runs together. Sorry, who who are you? Oh. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't introduce myself. 
I travel with I travel with the good sister. I <laughs> the correct I'm, response would be, "Oh, sorry, I didn't introduce myself," and then not introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a zero. Now, um, I you know grab my other bottle. Um, would you like a little nip? Uh, she, you very much snatches it, and and you know it's only a swig, but uh, it, it seems to be a very needed swig. Okay, like, why don't you get your own bottle? <laughs> So she did ingest it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So, like, how did how did this come to be? Like, I mean, I hear that uh, you know people that engage in these types of activities. I mean, like the criminals. Like, uh, did you have any idea that your uh, beloved was involved in this kind of activity? No. This was he had a you know he had a he had a good job. He was busy. He uh, you know talked a lot about his his work at the in, in, in uptown, we thought you know we were getting, we'd get lots of money from it. Sometimes we we we, we you know he'd, he'd set some aside, but uh, it must have all been. You must think I'm so stupid, not not, not seeing this. Mm. No, I mean, no, no. It's like we we never look for these types of things. So mechanically, Patrick, this uh, drink gives me a yes. compel if okay. I'm a, a temporary compel, and the way that it works is if I get them to kind of confess their sins, so I'm going to kind of try to work that in. Um, so I mean, but who can blame? Like, who who could blame themselves if I mean they reward handsomely from it? Like, who would have benefited from turning and turning your beloved in? I mean, I've heard of some people that would have even been turned in by their own mother. Uh, I mean, obviously, you didn't do it, did you? That's no, no, I was, I was completely. If, if I could get that payout, I, I wouldn't still be here. Um, uh, no, I, 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 I had no idea. You know, he, he. I mean, he told me his Jones was at um, Petrical Money Changes over in in Uptown, and that that had, that had turned into a, a full time position. Um, but then after this, it it all fell apart, and apparently over at Petrical, they've They've stopped employing Drow entirely, and that, that all sort of comes back to us. Um, okay. So, uh, so, so, so she is unfortunately unaware of who has done it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she, I'm afraid, she can't. You can't compel her to tell you information she doesn't know. That's uh, true. But as she has been questioning her husband's, you know, double life, she's essentially saying, like, he told me he worked at the bank. You're telling me he's a super spy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but this is a this is an opportunity to ask like if he ever mentioned anybody like by name. Yeah, he, you, you want to see if he he fucked us. Who did he speak of at at Petricor? Uh Pilar Scent of Rain, the the owner. He's um he's Elphia. Uh, apparently, uh, a few years ago, he'd gotten the you know the surgery. And she sort of mimes over like a line over the heart and then taking it out. You know he's uh he's undying now. Hmm. Out of character, remind me hmm. about what that means. Uh, it is an expensive and definitely not evil. Shut up, surgery, uh, which involves <laughs> literally moving the heart. Uh, it, it's an immortality surgery, essentially. Um, it it makes you no longer age, but it is probably not great for your call it a soul. Gotcha. So I hate anyone who has removed their heart. Gotcha. <laughs> It's quite popular among the Elphia because immortality. All the more reason to hate it. Do you, do you do you know of anyone else he spent his free time with? What what did he do when he was not working? 
Uh, he he sometimes um, met a an Azurite priest named uh, Carmelengo, and uh, sometimes there was a a girl he knew from his his durance. I think she still worked at Petrico, um Nayala Niala, another drow. Again, I'll write these down. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that works. All right. Okay. So. Out of character, Ethan. I think we probably got it. We probably got as much as we can from this. Probably without like fully tipping our hand and being like, so you know, like wink. Like, uh, have you heard of a you know that flat out telling her? Ministry? Yeah. Like right, like right. Uh, the industry may uh, <laughs> ever heard of ever heard of them? Uh, <laughs> the who? No, yes. Several lies. Yeah. It's like a Mexican wave across your face. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> so, well, you, you, ma'am, you definitely look like you have your hands full. Um, Rather than lingering a sad scene of a woman economically destroyed by your organization, <laughs> uh, over to the next scene. Um, no, she has not been destroyed by our organization. We are just fighting it off against the people who are much worse than us. God damn! Not wrong. Right. You're right, Chris. She's just collateral damage, and that makes her not a person. Next scene. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I guess yo. I'll go next. Okay. So, what was your your uh, your part in this fast cut heist thing, which is obviously a lot faster than is is being betrayed in the podcast? All right. So, um, I'm heading down. I'm heading down below. Remind me the name of the uh, characters. Like we 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 have an we have an elfier name. We have the um. Oh, oh I right. forgot uh, to put the elfier name. Uh, third brother knife is the name of the person that we lost. Um, the only other people that have been mentioned are people that you would not know about just yet. All right. So third brother knife. All right. Um, I'm heading down to the lower class area of things. I'm sorry, I don't have the. Uh, Geography of the spire just yet. Totally red row. All right, so I'm heading down. You could even row. do this in the market because I'm sure there are like gutter snipes who hang out in the market occasionally. I'll yeah. stick with red row for now, though. Okay. So I head I head down to red row. I look for the um, urchin group. You know the folks who like have the information that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I like I make eyes at the right drow urchin to be like, hey, send me your boss. Okay. Uh, this sounds like. Something rolling with uh, low society. Uh, what would the skill be? Do you think? Um, Investigate. For me, low society. It's a knack, so it would be like for for the crushed. Is that what your knack is? What, what would the knack you have for low society? Uh, my my knack for low society is for the crushed. So the the most downtrodden are the people you have the most connections with. In other words, yes. Okay. So yeah, you're seeking out an urchin, but I mean the skill. What's what's that's the domain. What's the skill? Um, I have compel. Okay, yeah. So you you, t- you tag down a uh, an urchin and say you'll give them some silver in exchange for putting them in touch with your boss. So go ahead. That would be rolling. I think forty ten. Forty ten. Okay. And again, tell me the highest. Gotcha. Sorry, I'm still very unfamiliar with this. We system. all are. Hey. Forty ten. Uh, highest is a ten. That is a success with no stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have more than one ten? Uh, I have a two, four, nine, and a ten. Okay. Uh, criticals are if you get more than one ten. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, this is you, you flip him a coin, but because you don't have to take stress, you don't take stress to silver. You know, it's just it's it's easily spending money you have. Uh, Red Row is below Spire, like it's 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 uh, subterranean. It is in the underspire, so you know you sort of hitch a uh, a pulley lift down, and then you get into this like wide open area, which is then just like very densely packed uh, shanty town esque construction or slum esque. Uh, it's it's loud, it's smoky. Uh, there is a, a huge arena, which is sort of the centerpiece of Red Row, uh, and then you you know track down this urchin in a in a side street, uh, hawking tickets to the latest. Uh, arena battle he puts you in touch with uh is this someone you have a, a name for chris your your criminal contact uh sure um they are three die three dice cheating oh so are they elfie or are they a uh, masked like oh they're masked okay so you are led to the the back rooms of a uh, a rat butcher shop there isn't much protein in inspire but uh, what you do have you you butcher it well where three dice cheating is uh because of his name no one trusts him at dice games so it's it's a card parlor uh, all varieties of uh, uh games of you know fantasy poker let's come up with those now <laughs> someone's playing sabak over there uh, in fragrant bleach of copyright laws <laughs> oh so they're playing omaha tarot sure they're playing Omaha Tarot, uh, Candlemaker's oh, no, no. Wild. Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. O-M-A apostrophe H-A. Exactly. Fantasy version of Omaha. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Three Dice Cheating uh, has a kind of like a domino mask, like mask design changes. His is fairly small. Uh, it only really covers the eyes. You know, this would be sort of the equivalent in Elfie society of walking around in a bikini. Showing that much of your face is a bit scandalous. Uh, he's very pale for a drow. He's he's almost almost straight white. That drow skin goes from like white, gray, black, as opposed to pinks and grays and, and pinks and and blacks and browns and whatever. Uh, he is right. uh, chewing malak. The the scent of malak is heavy on the air. It sort of dyes his teeth this this off green. And uh, smiles as you come in, offers you a, a little wad. Uh, Malak is sort of the equivalent of weed. It's like this low-grade uh, sedative narcotic that people just like have recreationally. Filthy, filthy habit. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. He shrugs, pops a, a second ball in his mouth while he chews. How can I help you, oh brave and noble savior of the masses? No, you can't help anyone. But you can give me information, and that's important. All um, right. What was the name of the character? I'm sorry. Which character? Uh, third about? brother knife. I'm looking for information on him. <laughs> you and everyone else. Oh, he is lucky. He is dead. I tell you, man. I have a lot of people just moved down to Red Row because they uh, they lost their jobs upside on account of him. They. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, you had got outed as a member of the. Uh, what what you call it? The, the Mongery, the Malbury, the yeah, whatever. But uh, his his boss, right, his his former boss, uh, not best pleased with the uh, the shame of it. So he he's apparently stopped employing Drowy Drow outright, uh, and uh, he started taking on taking on uh, Elfir and, and humans. Um, hmm. Yeah, a lot of people. 
a lot of people down on their luck down here who uh, have a nice sharp knife with his name on it. Uh, Good to know. Nice, nice guy though. From what I remember meeting of him, he, he came oh, down yeah. here a few times poking around. Yeah, he was a super nice guy. Too bad he was executed. A little more uh, liberal than you, as regards the Malak. He says, spitting out the uh, you know, into the equivalent of a spittoon, which is also spiders because Drac, shut up. Hey man, I'm 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 not judging you on that. Like, do your thing. Spider it's just not me. I have to keep I have to keep my mind active. <laughs> it's a spittoon with legs. That's the best idea. <laughs> Does it move? Uh, yeah, we can say there's a little small. It moved small a couple inches to the left to catch the thing. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, uh, it's worse. Missed at first. It's... Is spittoon with legs the uh, like Willie Nelson of the Drow solo album? <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the Flintstones, like the spiders, and go, it's a living. <laughs> this is all happening while he's playing cards and just sort of slaps down a, a hand. Why do you accept the name Third Dice Cheating, by the way? Oh, <laughs> uh, because every, if everyone thinks you're going to cheat at dice, uh, they don't see you cheating at cards. I, I, that was straight, mate. Don't worry. No, I was. It's a joke. Don't worry, mate. It's, he sort of looks off to the side. <laughs> I say this knowing that he straight up cheats at cards all the time. Uh, but no, yeah. So he um, so he doesn't he seem to say? know anything. No, uh, so no, uh, he has apparently uh, not made any inroads into low society beyond a few things that you know you would know match up with your uh, details. Uh, apparently, if you start asking about uh, informants, uh, apparently it has become something of a, a competition on the urchins here. Uh, a lot of the people that uh, were fired uh, as a result of the, the, the um, fallout of this, this scandal were people that Pilar was employing as informants in his financial trade who were now trying to be informants in the down market area. All right. So I'll head down to the criminal district. Uh, I don't think there is one of those. I think every district has criminals in it. <laughs> Welcome to Crime Town. <laughs> I, I was more referring to I would be spending more time with my people, like talking to my resources. Sure, sure. Society with the crushed. Nothing is more crushed than urchins. That that is literally what you just rolled. Yes. So yeah. All right. So uh, I'll spend a little more time working on that. If anyone, okay. anyone else wants to take control, anybody else? Uh, I can go. I guess. Um, I'm infiltrating the customs house, the scene of the crime. Okay, how are you doing it? Uh, well, I thought I would just start working. I'm <laughs> using my ability, one of the staff. Okay. I have an incredibly generic mask on. I'm dressed, well, at this point, in just sort of like very, very boring robes that you would just kind of give one of your employees if they were on Durance. Um, and I'm just sort of acting like I belong there. So, like, basically, I'm spending several hours just doing busy work with people. <laughs> okay, and sort of gathering information about how the the, um, the customs house works? Yeah, well, it, I'm basically, like, like keeping my ear open for, like, gossip and stuff. Um, the idea sure. is that, like, for every hour I spend performing busy work up to three, I can ask you one question. So if you'd like to roleplay out me doing, like, random tasks and, like, that's how you want to play this, that's fine. But like, <laughs> oh man, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, one thing you will immediately notice as you enter the the line from the customs house is just just obscene, like from from sun to sundown, and they they probably even go because Drower 
like uh, nocturnal. They probably even go twenty four hours. Mm. Uh, but uh, the the main gate into the city, this you know, huge, towering, impossible mega engineering door, has been shut since the war, where the Elfir conquered it. And so the Christmas House is actually situated in a much smaller gate uh, off to the side, uh, which is just like not equipped to handle the influx of trade. So there is just a constant backlog, and and that's part of how you like get in. It's mm-hmm. just like no, everyone is too busy to care about like oh you're into great, you know. Yeah, I, I have this this stock of stuff to go through first. Uh, it is it is noisy. It is crowded. Uh, you're everyone is wearing these you know uh, smart uniforms, but like smart ten years ago, and they haven't been greatly maintained. Uh, right. Everyone is wearing quite uh, you know long length gloves. Everyone, as part of their uniform, has like you masks and goggles because you're probably working in the sun a lot, which is great for drought, which makes it easier to blend in. Uh, yeah, so we'll just assume, like, rather than make you, like, say, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be getting three questions out of this? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess, uh, the first, the first question, I, I suppose, is, you know, like, does, en- like, does anybody here actually have a connection to, uh, Third Brother Knife? Like, was anybody being, like, looked at with suspicion because of Third Brother Knife? That sort of thing. Like, was anybody entangled because of this? I guess it's that's the same question, just phrased three different ways. Because I'm trying to like figure out how to say it, uh, <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of how that would come up in a, a scene. So uh, over the course of uh, this this review, so you, you see you see people come and go. You know they have to check everything in there, and you do have time to see a couple of uh, regulars, you know, small time merchants passing in and out. Are able to go a lot quicker than big caravans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the course of just like carrying a thing to and fro as you blend into the background, you recognize a uh, man in a uh, soup, soup drow in um, blue turban as he's coming in and out. You'd recognize the blue robes as uh, those of an Azurite priest getting lightly ribbed by uh, the uh, customs agent who was going through his, you know, his, his little bindle essentially of goods. Uh, to the to the tune of now, we're not going to find any ministry goods in here, am I, sir? You know, gentle elbow poking. Uh, no, no, no. Kamalengo is an honest. Pre- mm, okay. Uh, you would know that the Azurites are like because capitalism is kind of their religion. They trade extremely frequently, so you would be like going th- through this checkpoint just constantly. You'd be going in to grab stuff at like weird usury rates and then go in and sell them later on and just constantly repeating uh, probably not mm. actually holding on to much of his coin interesting okay um was anybody else in this building interrogated uh let's see how do i get ahead of phrase this as a scene uh you do eventually see uh the guard presence coming through uh you know you're, i'll say to answer this question like you're keeping an eye out for a guard presence in the area and there's less than you'd think. Uh, apparently, they have outsourced a lot of security to a mercenary band. When mm. you do see uh, a, a guard breastplate, uh, it is uh, an Alfia in a mask, uh, which you, being an expert in masks, uh, you, you initially pay as marble, and then you get a little closer look, and you realize it's polished limestone, so a little cheaper than marble, uh, who is uh, having a quiet conversation in the office of the uh, customs overseer 
uh, an obese drow named Harana Turnstall. Can I overhear this conversation or no? Uh, if you want that to be your third question. All right. Uh, so Harana is being asked, but like that's just part of like investigating due diligence. Is this worth it? Um, what is nobody talking about? Like pointedly avoiding conversation about? Uh, over the course of the last stretch of the day, you uh, you see Harana uh, getting back into uh, the line of her duties. She, she sometimes inspects uh, as well. Uh, and you know, the, uh, Aegis is doing this uh, several times now. You have seen them going through cargo, uh, uncovering something that wasn't hidden very well, like this illegal good that they just have like dead asteroids. Like you see like an illegal weapon or uh, some narcotics. They just like stare at the guy, mark up like it's clear, pocket a bribe, nobody says anything. Mm. Um, but you see that the, the money is then passed almost immediately to Hurana. I see. Okay. So that's good to know. Rana is super fucking dirty. And probably, uh, honestly, that seems like the best lead so far. Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess, I guess I'm going to wait for, uh, Opal. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, Harana's not going to have any like records of this, these transactions or anything. I'll be mental. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go find Opal. I guess. Okay, a hushed conversation in a blue side street. All right. So Opal, I didn't. I didn't actually. Uh, I didn't actually find anything for you to steal. Um, but I think it's worth questioning Harana Turnstall, the overseer of the customs house, because Harana, Harana is just nakedly taking bribes for smuggling uh like you do and i think i think that uh harana who's in fairly regular contact with the authorities uh you know seemingly cooperative i think maybe my suspicion is that they somehow found out about uh third brother knife and they gave him up to keep their operation going uh which is a hell of an assumption based on basically hearsay but at the very least like Harana needs to be spoken to in a forceful way, or their office needs to be broken into. Oh. So, gonna, so you choose. Which one would you prefer doing? Maybe we can. Maybe I could join the gentleman for a drink. That would that would be you know delightful in and of itself. Because the only other thing that I, we picked up earlier was that uh, Plié or Pliar Plier, as I'd like to call him, uh, just recently uh, Plier sent a rain. Just recently went into that real expensive undying like state of life which is kind of an abomination mm. but uh, those things are expensive that sounds like a lot of money may have just popped up somewhere well he's a financier okay well i don't mind i like drinking we'll, we'll drink with him that, that would be good yeah uh yeah um so i i give i give uh, a physical description of her uh to adam and you know what their mask looks like because they are they they were masked, right? No, Harana uh, is unmasked, but she was speaking to an Elfia uh, guard captain. Oh, masked. I got that. Okay, all right then. Uh, yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little backup would be, wouldn't be too bad. Maybe we can get the gang together, or in case you know things go wrong, people die. Sure. Uh, do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to like kind of? 
like either follow Harana or lure Harana out or something, and you y'all can take the the questioning or what? Uh, yeah, that would be great. I mean, if if we could get her away from the boarding, I mean, the board, the, the house of business, then yeah, that'd be uh, great. Out of out of curiosity, uh, Patrick, what was what were they taking bribes for? Um, basically, it seemed to be anything and everything. Um, you couldn't bring weapons in; they would just like you know hide it better next time, kind of things. Um, narcotics. You know What's that the... there's a a trade in corpse fruit, which is this uh, fruit from the Drow homelands, which is illegal in Spire uh, and gets sold in in uh, the Underspire. You've seen a few cargoes of that go. Uh, go through which one was the worst thing probably the corpse fruit all right so that's what we're gonna that would be that'd be like the leverage if like you were threatening to (laughs) out them i think that uh can we say that our group has since we've had our day of scouring can can reconvene and everybody easy hide mine is an effect all right so uh so we've like yeah we can go after harana uh, what what do you think, Sai? I mean, no, Sai, you just spoke to me about that. I'm t- <laughs> put flashback in hip pocket. Uh, Zara. I mean, the only other person that we could go after. Um, excuse me, Sai. Oh, sorry. Yes, for Zara's opinion. Sai, you're number one in my heart. You know that. But uh, Zara, you were there. What do you do? You, what about our previous leads we did, uncovered with the widow? Ethan, you there? I think this is probably our best lead right now. Okay, so, and, uh, hmm. what about you, Fandir? I think we can work with this. Okay. Obviously, they're trying to hide something because this is clearly a smuggling operation, and they're trying to pin it on us. So, if we can set up a crowd in the right position, y'all can uh, fuck with them in the right way. I can, I can at least deal with crowd control here the uh the other option if uh this is too hot a target is um there's an azurite priest carmangelo that was carmangelo carmen i can't pronounce his name carmelengo carmelengo uh who was apparently questioned at some point about their involvement in this so it's it's either we leverage the corrupt official or uh we look into a potential like friend I'd rather leverage the corrupt official. Leverage gives us power. That sounds good to me. So, okay. how do we lure her out? Do we want to go ahead and appeal to her more base needs? Like, maybe we're looking to smuggle some shit in? Uh, who? Hey. Uh, you decide so how I you spent, do it, I'll build the I, crowd. I spent the entire day wandering around that, that customs house, uh, Patrick. Um, mm-hmm. You can say you have like a map, and you can maybe have left a door open around the back or something like that if you want. Sure. Uh, the actual thing was that I was going to ask um, who is the who's actually in charge at the customs house. Oh, her honor. Okay, she is. Good. She is both the overseer in title and like you know queen bitch. She actually does the prison. work. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that like I didn't just like find the lackey. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, let's destroy this custom house, y'all. Uh, at the very least, let's destroy this person's reputation if they don't comply with our demands. Like I said, let's destroy this custom house. <laughs> that was my favorite Andrew Jackson Jihad album. Says Adam, who's never actually listened to an AJJ album. That is true. 
<laughs> okay, so my thought is that I could present myself as someone who works there who's been harangued by some functionary to get her on to examine some goods. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I, you guys can, can like take the plan from there, I think. Just right, I bring so, them out to you, basically. So the mask is trying to get the person out to us. Mm-hmm. My skill is building up a crowd and building up a lot of negative attitude with the crowd. Zara, what can you do? Uh, so I have my third eye kind of ability. So I could, uh, I don't know, it's almost like leverage in advance of getting leverage. It's almost okay. what it would be. That makes okay, sense, Zara, which is nothing. But that's that's nothing as of now. What no, can you do? We can like have Zara be there at the confrontation. Then Zara, right. we need to get you into the right position. And like Zara has to be able to communicate whatever it is their third or fifth or sixth eye is seeing to uh, whoever is uh, roughing up Hirana. Nudge, oh. nudge. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> such an opal, I think. Yeah, opal. I can create a crowd, and I can make them angry enough. What can you do? I can drink, and I can talk. <laughs> I'm doing both of those things right now. What that? What makes you unique? I'm pleasant. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am pleasant as uh, fuck, uh, motherfucker. Uh, all right. So, it's like they basic. say, as downing, they say downing the entire pipe and then just throwing at a wall. I can, I can pretty much, uh, I can get, to, I can get wherever I need to be. I have, I have a way of moving around unseen, and uh, I have a very compelling uh, ability. I'll get her to spill the beans. We'll get, we'll have a few drinks. Have it'll be great. I, I don't think we need her to spill the beans. I think I think we need to threaten her in, into complying with us. Uh, well, basically. here's the deal. Like I can get her to. T- uh, well, let me add this real quick. the The ability that I have, like they will tell you of the crime that they were involved in. So, you know, if things are for naught, we at least have blackmail material where she spills her beans to us. All right. Then I think we have a plan here, Zara. Mm-hmm. I need I need you to get as many people as together as possible. I, I need I them to that. all be on the same page. You can do that, right? I believe I can. Okay, Sai. Uh huh. You need I'm to get... mushroom. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, no, no. Thank, thank you for telling me. Um, you need to get them out in open. Mm-hmm. You need to get them is is in as public a position as possible, which is where. Opal is going to come into power. Opal, you are going to get them to confess confess their sins, and I am going to get the biggest fucking crowd I can right before then. Right, but uh, the the question is: is the goal to make them confess their sins from a crowd, or is the goal to like <laughs> have them point us to the leaker? Oh no, the goal is step one to get them to cl- confess their sins, so that. There is an entire fucking distraction. From there, we need to break into... This is a two-step two-step process. Once you're done with your job, we need you to get into the place to get into their office to see who is trying to fuck with it. Because that means we can get to the next step of the goal. I don't follow. I just don't want to burn the asset. The asset is already going to be burned. No, we don't have to... Like, It's more useful to us if we can use Hirana 
in our thrall as a mechanism to smuggle our own shit in and out. Like it's it's like that's that's better, I think, by like holding their crime over their head, which appears to be smuggling in blood fruit, corpse fruit. Uh, out like, of character, I agree. In character, look, look. We, th- this isn't this isn't the time or the place to start burning the asset. We don't even know where the leak came from. For all we know, Piranha doesn't know where the leak came from. So this is a first contact thing. If you want to burn them later, like be my guest, but like be fucking strategic about it. Zara, we've all. Where would you cast your the uh, vote on this issue? If we burn her now, we can't use her later. There we go. So no, no. Who's, if, who's to say that using her later will be helpful? Uh, she controls. Just to say burning her now will be helpful. You just, you just you just create the distraction, love, and then we. It will, will be a symbolic action. I think you're forgetting the scope of the mission. The mission is destroying the spire, and the most important aspect of destroying the spire is de- destroying symbols associated with it. If you don't want to destroy the symbol, I, I'll, I will work with you. I will not agree, but I'll do it. We burn. We have to. We, we have to think about the symbols themselves because the symbols themselves are more important than the actual structure. Okay, but like the corrupt customs official is a little shitty. Like it's not a good symbol. Like p- pick a better target. All right, you could use this to like arm people. You know. Yeah, we are trying not com- to get made. Yeah, the exactly. Customs the official, official is not a good symbol, which is all the more reason that we should destroy it. Oh and then God. if we put enough information into the fact that we destroyed this corrupt symbol, I'm beginning. I'm beginning to understand why your uprising was doomed. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. You really want to start this now? No. You really <laughs> want to fucking start this now? I think it was already finished years ago. <coughs> jump cut, Patrick. <laughs> yes, indeed. So jump cut. Uh, <laughs> is going to be alleges. <laughs> Uh, she's a, a large woman. She is uh, <clears throat> uh, heading up and, and putting last things today. She she puts uh, a ledger away, uh, calls over a, a harassed. Uh, I don't know some names for the uh, the uh, the other agents. Uh, Titani, you have the night shift. I'm done for now. Um, if that uh, if that Azurite comes comes through again, just just wave them through. I'm I'm sick of them. Uh, she begins to to head out. Into the street uh, with a, 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 a small escort of mercenaries. Before she gets to the door, can I intercede? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Overseer Turnstall, Overseer Turnstall. I, I sort of wave frantically. Uh, uh, by the moon, what? Um, there's someone who needs to speak with you about a sensitive matter regarding imports uh and this is this is a deceive almost certainly mm-hmm. okay. uh, this would be deceive commerce probably yeah i don't have commerce that's fine so you'd have one for the the hell of it and one for deceive uh 14 no what's the highest 10. number you uh, 10, 10. Okay. i thought we were adding these no, it's um, you'd roll, and then the highest number determines the success. Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. So on a ten, that is lucrative, a great success. Lucrative imports. So I say on a ten that you have figured out that there is like a, a hand signal that they give, or like a little nudge or shrug 
you know, some little body language clue when they when they detect an uh, illicit substance, and then they have you know slightly hiked at the tariff to to hide the bribe, and then they signal to Harana that a a bribe has come in. You give her that that signal. Mm-hmm. I give her the I give her the one that's like the the like whichever one like escalates it. Like this is a big one. Um, Doing it with both shoulders. Um, yeah, very shruggy. Um, uh, she looks to one guard, looks to the other guard. Uh, all right, uh, this one stay stay here, and you come with me. So one of them is staying behind, but she still has one mercenary with her. You've kept, you've got one off her. Okay. Um, she comes with you. Cool. I start leading her uh, towards our pre-designated uh, space that we were doing this in. Um, I don't actually know where we pre-designated doing this. Yeah, is this very out That's in the open? I would assume it wouldn't be, considering smuggling, etc. Yeah. Um, my thought is like we had sort a spot of, for it. Yeah, my thought is that this this is taking place like off to like the side of the the market, like at a like sort of a cafe where there's like a lot of low hummy conversation. Okay. Like, so I'm just trying to you think. You could why. make a scene if you want to, but like it wouldn't be. You know. I'm just trying to think if I want to try and use Protector's Eye somewhere that wouldn't be like, you know, like, hi, we're smuggling. Here's the midwife. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, basically, I'm bringing her to where I know Adam's going to be and uh, uh, everybody else is going to be, I guess, like spread throughout the crowd at this place. Wherever yeah. I'm going to co- coalesce the crowd, basically. So uh, I would imagine that the uh, Christmas house would be, you know, have, have sort of an in and out, thing, like a, an archway for caravans to pass through and a smaller uh, path for, you know, individual merchants to, to walk through, as opposed to like dragging a little a horse cart full of wares with them. Uh, and then, you know, to the side of that, you'd have a couple of hawkers and vendors on, on, on sort of a, not quite a side street, but that, that sort of thing. So it's probably somewhere around there. Yeah. So what if what if while they're making their way, um, I just kind of kind of stumble along through before they get to like an alley or wherever they're going. I like stumble through and like like hold out a rag or something and ask for alms. And while I'm asking her, use protector's eye. Just give me an idea where the best place to draw a crowd is. It's probably at this like arch where people are entering and exiting. Like you could set up a soapbox. Mm-hmm. It could even say soap on it. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just checking the text of uh, Protected Eye. That just activates. It doesn't need a roll. Uh, so yep. as you, you know, stumble uh, towards her, giving it the, you know, the, the beggar's spiel of uh, any change or God bless you kind of thing, uh, her hand, like, just immediately deadass, uh, clenching around a coin purse, and, like, you've seen dead bodies in rigor mortis. The gripped onto things with less doggedness and insistence. Uh, she doesn't like give you a coin. No, she she is very pointedly making sure her coin purse is where it is and it is not moving. And she brushes you off as she tries to continue. I'll kind of kind of say out loud to uh, I don't know if that wasn't an obvious tip off to the rest of them, uh, like a scripture or something like the drow equivalent of it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. She is all about that money. Yep. Tell me when I can tell me when you can start monologuing. Uh, so hopefully it, your monologue can draw away the other mercenary. 
and leave her to our mercy. So are you going to try to make it like violent or something like that? Oh, don't you worry. I mean, that's the best option we have for drawing a mercenary away. I can draw a crowd whenever I want to draw a crowd. So how do you how do y'all want me to draw this crowd? Um, I guess you could rail against the evils of the economic system, which would make sense. Okay, do you want me to draw away? Do you want me to draw a crowd away from her or into her or into them so that you can actually like kidnap them better? Oh, um, I think into because we're trying to get like we're trying to get our bond, our vigilante justice guy to have her alone, basically. Oh, that's super easy then. All right, so I set up a soapbox um, right after, like, chalking myself a little up more so I, I don't look as dark as I normally do. You're in white face. Yes, I'm in... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm in elf face. <laughs> Hello! My fellow citizens of the Spire... Do you not realize how exploited you are? The people around you, the Aelfir, they're just, they're using you. They're a plot. You are nothing besides a tool to make their lives easier. But here's the thing. We are the main citizens of the Spire. The Aelfir are just a small, small, small minority. As we have the humans, volume we have drow. To drop and it goes to like so uh, the ability you're invoking uh, basically is like a, a distraction so it means that people yep. will stop and watch and listen uh, is the idea that the bodyguard is going to be stopping and watching and listen listening yep mm-hmm. oh yeah no no I, I'm aware that this is not going to cause like fix anything yeah okay and it's again this is a this is just a, a role. This isn't this isn't a role. This is it just happens. So as you begin this this whipping out speech, uh, he probably justifies it to himself as like, oh no, uh, this is probably a security thing, uh, and it's like keeping an eye on the crowd more than maybe more than you. Uh, but the ability has gone off. He is distracted. Okay, I I keep walking her. And we go like sort of around a corner, um, <laughs> and that's when someone gives someone puts the blindfold on her. That's when, uh, yeah. Now, something that's very fun about the Baron that I don't think has been made enough of this session is that <laughs> there's, a, there's a degree of, of um, verticality to them. Yes. Shall we say? <laughs> he's <Yeah>. Batman. <laughs> so how does this happen? He's poor Batman. <laughs> he just swings down from a fucking gargoyle. No. I, would, I would like to it's not even it's not even like a chloroform thing. You just like swing down and you just knock them the fuck out. <laughs> just like pure on clothesline as knockout cast. Oh god. So I've got I guess the the best thing that I could possibly do is I do have that surprise infiltration. But if I don't necessarily need that, if I've been hiding, I would just say that the first thing she smells is like Picardy 151. And then, and then all of a sudden, bound and gagged with my magical ropes. But There's probably some rolling involved here. I do like this. <laughs> it's, a, so, it's a good scene. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really good scene. Let's just Pat, roll for it. Patrick, so like, you know how Batman swoops down, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I stumble out and kick a trash can over and then, like, I'm on her. 
So not like that. Yeah. So not, not like Batman. Not like Batman, but like still Harley in its own way. I'm still going to count this as a fight roll to to bind her. And, and oh, that makes sense. Your your <laughs> booze down her throat. All right. Now I did. I like. Would you count my? I've seen I've been drinking the entire time. Like as a knack. Because I've I picked drunk fighting as my knack. Oh my god! It's my secret, Captain. <laughs> drunk all the so, time. So the, the the plan. So I'll give you that. So, so the plan was like you, you. You know, one of your abilities, like your your booze never quite runs out. But that's not the same as saying like you've always got a full bottle. Like it's you've always got a mouthful left. Yeah. Uh, but if you've been like. <laughs> That opposed to this bottle. This bottle, on the other hand, is completely different. I'm going to have this one. Uh, <laughs> it's just we go, we come back to his apartment. There's just like millions of empty bottles. Uh, okay, so if you are like legitly drunk and that might uh, oppose create some issues elsewhere, then yeah, you can get that bonus dice. <laughs> so how how willing are you to fuck us over, Adam? <laughs> I, just, I know Patrick was talking about the surprise infiltration. Maybe I should just go ahead and do that and say, boom, I'm there and she's out. <laughs> I get to do that free that's, once per session. That would probably that's be the smarter move. your fucking skill. Yeah, you should probably do that instead of <laughs> like drunk falling on that, top of her. That, the, the surprise infiltration gets you that. Like you are just that. Uh, it wouldn't knock her out. Okay, well, that'd be the yeah. fight roll then. I'll just do I'll just the do fight The fight roll is to like do the whole, like you wanted to bind her with ropes and. And that. Okay, yeah, so... Does, I, do you need assistance? I, How does assistance work? I've already said I'm drunk, so fuck it. So I wrote okay. a 10 on my first die. Do I need to roll another die? Well, um, nope. you're, not really inflict, you're, not, you're not really inflicting stress. Um, like, if this was like... She's attack, perfectly calm. Extra 10s would add to the damage. But as this isn't really a stress roll... Um, well, I guess it kind I of is. Yeah, so yeah, keep, keep rolling. Keep rolling. <laughs> All right, so I got a five on the next one, so I rolled fifteen. Uh, no, so remember, you're going by that what the highest dice is. So you rolled. 10. Oh, it would be ten. Yeah, it would be ten. So yep. I did do ten. So that is success. Uh, okay, uh, so she takes four stress. I think I only gave her actually three, so that would be enough to knock her out. Uh, okay, <laughs> so like you know, you, you come down like she she goes, hang on, isn't he? And then like just lowering down, uh, you know, like Spider Man, the upside down grinning face of the bound from, uh, from an alleyway and then just like clamps over her hand and yoink up. <laughs> and all you hear is a burp as she's jerked up into the sky. <laughs> Alright, so do we have a place that we're taking her? I think we do, right? Yeah, let's get to a, a back room uh, somewhere. Uh, we won't There's a single you. lightning bug in a glass <laughs> container flying yes. around. Uh, we won't get too uh, too gross about the interrogation scene, uh, but you've done a good job with this. So, what 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 do you want? Who who are you? <laughs> Your worst fucking night. No, <laughs> I'm thirsty, and I'm gonna slide a, cu- a cup across here, and I'm gonna drink of my own. Uh, I'm f- <laughs> here to just get to know you. Yeah, that's it. I'm drunk. <laughs> Obviously drunk. To make sure our people are freed. So you, you pass her a drink. Like, are her hands bound? Like, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like she's just looking at it. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, she like, can actually drink it. It's just fuck. right in front of her. It's so we've we've learned some things about you. Uh, we know that 
we we know about your your uh, pocket lining operation of the customs house, uh, and we even know how to you know use your secret symbols against you. Uh, and we would really hate to pass this information on to an unsympathetic member of the guard. Oh uh, so- no, no! Don't get us wrong. I would love to do that. Right. In fact, at Some this point, we're the only we're the only one stopping him. Frankly. Yeah, but we we actually want and need something from you. Uh, we want to know what you did to expose Third Brother Knife. Uh oh, quiet. <laughs> the GM's loading. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was going. I was. I was just writing another name into the the chat because that was going to come up. Also, uh, I just want to point out real fast. Um, it's not he or she. It's they. Third Brother Knife is a they. No, no. Uh, my character is. Oh, cool. Yeah, third brother, third brother was male. Yeah, he, he, yeah. him pronouns for them. For him. Um, how do you put this? Fandir is uh, they, though. Yeah. It's they them. Yeah, it's but look, it's you know how it works. Inspire everyone's out to, to grift everyone. So, so I, so I get it both ways. So what? What's wrong with a little double dipping? It's not a matter of what's <laughs> wrong with double dipping. It's a matter of like. Whether you're double dipping is double dipping in the wrong pies, in the wrong bowls. I'm searching for a metaphor here that's appropriate. Oh, um, brother or sister? Excuse me, are you brother or sister? Out of character. um, How does side define themselves? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Also, would you use a real name in front of a captive? No, I would not use my real name. What is is the name you're using? Uh, I'm not using one at all. Just, just call me, just, just call me brother. It's fine. Okay. So, as my brother is trying to tell you, you're very, very fucked right now. So you have to be very careful about what you're saying. Okay. Now the, the, we want the... to let you live. We want to let you. Live. Well, we do. He doesn't. They don't. No, I don't. I personally would. I would rather stre- stre- strain your guts all over the fucking spire. But they're saner than I am. Look, I'm. You don't want to do that. I'm, I'm friends with with Suffer the Children, with Captain Suffer the Children. Okay, I, I, I skim oh. skim up the top, and then I, when when I I give their names to Suffer the Children. Okay. Oh, you give their names to Suffer the Children. So what are you gonna do now? Where do you get their names from? Fucking murdering you in this fucking moment. Oh Where my do God, you get their names from? But the, they come through. They have to. They have to say who they are. The traders, the ones who try and, you know, bring, uh, bring, bring corpse through, through. They have to, you know, give in, give their names and and, and cargo and the this, ones that. This doesn't answer my and... question. This doesn't answer my question. We're asking about. We're asking about third brother dive. He. <sighs> uh, there we go. He was uh, helping that 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 Azurite priest Carmelengo. Uh, he had a. He had a, a weapon on him, paid us to to look the other way, and then we passed the name on. I see. Um, I... So basically what she's saying is she's, she's going both ways. You know, you, you bribe her to uh, not to, to let you get through with your illicit goods, and then she also sells your identity to the authorities. So she gets paid twice. Okay. Uh, so I have a, a spot in order, and mm-hmm. I guess a compel. Sai, 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 sai. Can yeah. can I just 
can I just take care of her right now? It'll be I don't easy. know. I think I think it would be better if she continues to do what she's doing. I don't know. She seems like a double dealer. Oh yes, but I'm I'm sure she can be persuaded to forget certain things that come through. I don't what, know about that though. What I mean, what she's... happens? What happens should our own suffer the children's commander discover this whole operation, or even further up? Aron's oh. position is far from secure. I assume we're we're talking like, are we talking within earshot of her? Oh <laughs> yes, definitely. Can I like pull them aside a little bit and sure. and met, like whisper like, if we feed her false information, we could as that could be very valuable. That is a very good idea, Zara. Right now, I am trying to convince her that we are open and stupid. Convince her you'll leave her penniless. She'll do whatever you want. Yes, but if we can, like, build into that idea. What are your thoughts, Sai? Uh, my thought is that we do both. Um, Arone's commander is uh, not known for taking these sorts of things lying down. They actually believe in their bullshit. Um, I'm saying this is uh, out of character. I have a knack for high society political digging, mm-hmm. so just, like... Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like I have a knack for low society inkling, so I'm trying to make them as terrified as fucking possible. Right. So the point is that like we we can leave her with a weird impression of us. Um, we can, you know, we can use her to smuggle fake information, and when we actually need to smuggle something through for real, uh, we we you know threaten to expose her to up the chain of command. Uh, you also know from uh, Ethan's information that the thing she values most and would want to protect most is purely financial. So, like, going after her reputation might not be the way to do it, but going after her pocketbook might. Well, exactly. I mean, if like if you expose this entire thing up the chain of command, there's not going to be a pocketbook. Okay. We all trust me for a moment? Uh... Nervous glances. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fine! Let the fucker live! But I swear to God, if they do anything, if they do anything to displease me, I will hunt them down and murder them. They are on your fucking heads. And I just storm out. Alright. So I, 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 uh, I kind of uh, walk over so you're safe for now. Um, there may come a time when we need you to uh, move something through that you don't tell Captain Aron suffering children about. Because if you do, your entire operation will be exposed to people that Aron works for. And then there will be no money. In fact, there will be no position. Because I imagine that would make you legally dead. <laughs> Look, I can... I can, I can cut you in. How much of it do you want? I can... A uh, hundred cents a week? We don't want to be cut in. She looks at you like you've just said, I don't need to breathe because I'm a fish from Mars. What You don't want to... You're going to owe us a favor. At some time, we will ask you to move something through that you do not talk to Captain Burn about. While Sai is saying this, I'll like... she I presume still has her coin purse at her hip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, turn my hands all spider claw-like 
and uh, just kind of reach down towards the person, like just sort of caress it, uh, and um, say, "Trust me, it will be much cheaper this way." <laughs> you, you don't want to cut? No, oh, okay. I don't think you could afford it. This we is want, our cut. So, we want many, so many cuts. This would probably be uh, rolling uh, compel, yeah, uh, commerce, and with mastery for. Uh, exploiting her weakness. Uh, who wants to make that roll? I've got compel. See, I don't have compel. I'm sort of starting to feel like I should have taken compel somehow. But you get you I, guys went a really social route with this. Yeah. So I have uh, I have compel. Um, Can he even roll if you compel? And I, I, mean, I have a knack for compel if you call me back. I mean, I have compel, and we've got the mastery die. But like, yeah. uh, given that like this is a threat. Like, the threat is not just commerce. The threat is, like, basically that we'll go over her, like, bribe's head. No, no, com- commerce is the domain that she belongs to. So if you had that, oh, it would give you an yeah, undice. Yeah, so for me, like, y- you want to bring me back right now because with my compel, I can just speak with pure earnesty. Like, I am just honest about what I say. Uh, I mean, like, if it, would would that ruin the drama um, of your exit? You also can't get multiple mastery dice, so you already have mastery, and the mastery yeah, unit would be redundant. Chris just I, walks just... in, and another thing. <laughs> and another so, thing. so if You're I have compelled a mastery die, I think I can take the chance with like the two dice. That'd be yeah, fine. Yeah. Can I assist uh, him somehow you, with you that like three dice? So you have one for the roll, and then one for the roll, one for compel, one for mastery. So you'd be rolling three dice. Oh. That's oh, still okay. pretty good. I think we're yeah. I think we're fine. We're probably good. I think we'll be okay. Don't roll three ones, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I have no longer doppelgangers if you fail that. The uh, high number is an eight. Nice. That is just high enough to make it without stress. So this was going to be sort of a like either way she was gonna say, like, yes, of course I'd agree. And then the role would have been like, how loyal does she turn out to be in the future? Oh, yeah. She doesn't like convert to the cause, but she doesn't immediately sell you out when the second you let her go. I think we really don't want her a part of the cause. No, we don't. No, um, we don't. Misinformation. Uh, I mean, like... I could probably convert her. Just take time. Yeah, so, it's just a long time. <laughs> let's epilogue this because it's getting late. Yeah, uh, mind at least. So you, you know, you cut her free. She she wanders out into the dark uh, of the night. Inside Spy gets very dark. Uh, and as it pans up, and then again, over time, we see this montage of her. Uh, every so often, something comes in. Uh, a man in a, you know, a, a, a drow in, in ministry. Well, there's not like ministry garb. That's one of the point of a secret organization. But someone gives her a, a pointed look. She loses a little color in her features and just sort of waves them on through, despite, you know, obvious suspicious lumps under a tarpaulin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happens a, a few times. Uh, we go back to uh, Javella, the, the wife. Uh, another rock is, is thrown through the window. She is uh, eventually forced to, to move down to, to Red Row, maybe even Derelict, just to, to just get away from it all. And then we go back over to... Uh, uh, Captain Arone, the Undying, as he hands over a list of names to uh, another Alpha in a, in a solid gold mask, counting coins. Uh, this this Alpha is uh, very pale, gaunt, almost skeletal. His his veins are black. Mm. Uh, and then we, we go back to the spire itself, huge, ignominious, eternal. 
and life goes on. You didn't get revenge, but maybe give it time. Better. We do actually know where to go next if we were to pick this up in the session too, because the closest friend who was working with them on this stuff was Carmangelo or Carmangelo. Carmelengo. Carmelengo. <laughs> <laughs> just constitutively incapable. Just like obscure. Just grab the woman by the neck. Where is Carmen Lenghi? <laughs> where where is Carmen? Where the hell is Carmen San Diego? God damn it. <laughs> where in the world? Well yeah, the guards beat down another group. Uh, the ministry scheme another scheme. The the crooks steal another good. And it's another day in the spire. Okay. This was this was good. I think we really wanna do this more though. Like, I want to finish the scenario. I would definitely be down to play this more. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually get. I didn't actually get to do any riot magic, so I'm a little sad. You did your um, immediately gather a crowd. That's not riot magic enough. Yeah, I mean, you guys took a. I find this group often is quite conflict averse, and you guys took a really social uh, aspect to to the thing. I, I definitely sketched this out as a primarily, I guess not not primarily, but pretty social thing like it is emphasizing the spy craft angle of the setting which is like you know if you just go around stabbing people that doesn't really solve the problem yeah yeah that's honestly a smart move with the rpx crowd well it'd be like, really funny if we did run around stabbing people the end of this is just like a really confused like investigator <laughs> from like <laughs> it's like why are all these people being stabbed <laughs> I think I do. the way that would work is that we would actually end up running a DG game based on why were all these people <laughs> stabbed? <laughs> I will say, too, I really like how much setup even that one session had to where, like, okay, we have, like, this contact, right? Like, we could, we could like, like, I could see over the course of four or five or six sessions, like, building your own network, you know? Yeah. And I how, like, idea. we could, yeah. Like and it seems really effective just based on this one short session. Yeah, I think we would. I think we this would be a good game for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a believer, Patrick. I'd You're be just saying that because it gives you a chance to kill Whitey. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't is, give a shit about Whitey. I give a shit about the person in power, and I want to kill them. This is, I think, it was also a pretty good session for like showcasing each, each of what like the classes was sort of about. You mm. know, like in yeah. society, like. It, because like it's it's very clear that like you know the the uh, midwives are basically like a bizarre spider social worker organization. Uh, it's like it's obvious what Chris's whole deal was, you know. And then we have silent rope like drunk Batman. Yeah, like I mean, Vince, very good. To be fair, Vince, like no matter what my class is, I'm probably gonna be just the same person no matter what. That's true, and, but like it fits very well. You know, a lot of that is to me. It seems like a real strength of the of the game itself because I feel I feel like there's so much like baked into each class and everything, like all the flavor and the mechanics and all. They really seem to line up well. Yeah, it's good shit. I don't know, like it's a good game. Like I said, it's yeah. it's the only game where I've found all the fluff to be like really interesting, and I want to read like all the lore bits. Yeah, about it's this a, setting. It's a really it's, well written and dense setting that, like, in one session, I couldn't give a give you a comprehensive overview of. Like, I didn't touch on the Vermissian at all, and it's like it, it kind of oh, yeah. has to only be one uh, district to to make a scenario make sense. But there's a, there's a lot out there. Yeah, I would 
I would like to play this more, even if there's if there's more to this scenario. I'd like to I'd like to keep it going. Well, there's um, definitely play more. We didn't find the guy. No, you did. Um, it was well. The, the way I wrote the scenario is essentially like there are a couple of answers, and it was sort of about which path you you followed. I, I want to sort of sketch out a a network with a couple of uh, weak points in it that could be exploited, and then uh, a couple of answers. So in in one version, if you'd gone down uh, another path, the person who actually would have rafted him out would have been Niala, uh, this drow fellow worker uh, at mm. the Petrocore Bank. Uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't want you to be running down uh, red herrings too much, so I, I wrote a couple of answers that could have all been true. Because <laughs> there's yep. nothing more annoying than an investigation that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dissatisfying. Like the end, none of you found anything. Yeah, so yeah, in, this, Patrick, in this version you of the timeline, continue to be a good GM. Yeah, Patrick, this was excellent. Yeah, I loved it, man. Yeah, well, um, and it's because it's light enough; it's pretty easy to prep for. So if, if we do want to go further with this would you want to do it um same kind of same characters same group uh different premise different concepts um i mean i i like a lot of the advances that are available for midwife and it looks like really fun and compelling um that being said i would probably want to find a way to take compel or something but also also like how many of us have High society, low society, compel or deceive. I think it's the majority of us. I specifically played <laughs> myself. Why you my took such a yeah. social path. Yeah, yeah, but also <laughs> I had a lot of compel and low society. I sort of felt a little redundant, but also like there are a lot of there are a lot of situations where it was like, oh, I I do want to roll compel here, and I don't have it. It's like ah shit. But I mean, at the I same time, I think my character you can... as somebody who was not super good at that despite that being their thing i also think i read in the rules that when you take a low advance you can instead uh mark a skill so that would also be an yeah easy it's, way to it's shore pretty up. easy to get a, a fairly wide variety of skills like if if people had fewer nets uh we would probably be more widely represented but we can, we can talk about that sort of stuff yeah. later on so um yeah, let's let's bring the episode to a close. So uh, this was Aspire, The City Must Fall by Grant Howard. Uh, it is, I'm sure, available on Drive Through RPG Now. If you enjoyed this, uh, I don't know why this was this was obviously terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow, Patrick, <laughs> just hate on yourself. The the good thing is that if they've listened to this point, they disagree with you. The imposter syndrome is real. Uh, this has been uh, Role Playing Exchange, where we did not think this through. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Peace, internet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Burke.